Push-Ups Podcast. We are your hosts, Kim Kohler and Sean Rodenberg. And we are back for another breakdown in our Movies from Books bracket challenge for you guys. Today with our final breakdown, leading to our final, final four movie, which is our Southwest Corner. So we've already broken down the other three corners in this bracket. So right now, as it stands, the three out of four movies for our final four are Hacksaw Ridge, The Green Mile, and True Grit. And today we will add the final, final four movie into that. So just for reference, the movies that we have up against one another today are The Hate You Give, which is a one seed, versus Just Mercy, which is an eighth seed, Wild, which is a fifth seed, versus Train Spotting, which is a fourth seed, The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo, which is a sixth seed, versus Raging Bull, which is a third seed. Lion, which is a seventh seed versus Argo, which is a second seed. And we said this in our last podcast, but very interesting that all of these movies, all eight of these movies are one through eight seeds. So they are the top seeds of this bracket. We had no upsets whatsoever in this particular quadrant. So this one might be a little bit tough. So we're going to jump right into it. And I think we'll start and just go from the top down because in my eyes, that's kind of the easiest route to take. Okay, we can do that. So that would be starting with The Hate You Give versus Just Mercy. Two movies with a lot of overlap. Yes. All talking about racial injustices, systemic issues, criminalization of innocent men. Both a lot of overlap, but delivered things very differently. Just Mercy really focused on way after the fact of someone being incarcerated. And The Hate You Give was a pretty immediate reaction to a young black man being shot by a police officer, both very relevant to the times we're in now. And I think we discussed that in our podcast for both of these, but also very different time spans of when we're reacting to these events. Do you think the reaction time for these movies is because of when these movies supposedly take place? Because the Hey You Give takes place in, I would say, present times. Yeah, about present times where everything is, in fact, news gets out so quickly with social media and all news outlets breaking stories break so quickly that, you know, immediately you can get information immediately. And Just Mercy does not take place today. It takes place like decades ago. Yeah, it takes place decades ago. And at that point, information doesn't really get out as quick. You get most of your important information in the newspaper the next day. That's an interesting perspective to think of it. If Just Mercy was set or if that happened today, would the reaction be different? Unfortunately, I think a lot of these cases go unnoticed because there's so many of them and they just don't get the media exposure. We don't see a lot of media outlets talking about innocent black men that just doesn't come across. And I think that's a whole big process of the Black Lives Matter movement, a big process of prison reform, all of these big political issues that are coming up today and have been, I think, surfacing quicker over the past few years. So that is interesting to think about it. If it came out today, what would be different or if this was happening today, but it is still happening today. You know, there are still people going and being incarcerated for things they didn't do. And the justice system is just fucked up anyways. Um, But it's interesting. And I think both of these movies had a lot to say and both were very emotional. I know both of them made me cry. One of them I felt was more emotional than the other one because I think it was so relatable to the times today. 
and incited more. Well, I think we got our answer there then, didn't we? Yeah. And, and I'm talking about the hate you give. I think it just, for me, incited so much frustration and it was a hard movie to sit with. And I think I needed that in that movie. I don't think I, as a privileged white person needed to sit there and be like, that was a cool movie. I think I needed to feel frustrated. I needed to feel like I needed to re-examine some things in my life. I needed to shake myself up a little bit. And not that Just Mercy didn't do that, but I think the hate you give, specifically because it was coming from the voice of a young woman, I think really shook up the conversation a lot. And I think it's a very important movie. And I said that when we talked about it initially, that it's a very important movie that I think a lot of people really need to see. And for that reason, I think this one's an easy one to move on for me. I agree. Just Mercy is more of a story that you're being told where the hate you give because it takes place so recently and brings stuff off of what happens in public today. It's more of a mirror of society. Yeah, it's the story that is being told, not a story that was told. Yes. So, all right. The Hate You Give moves on to the next round. So now we'll go to our next matchup and it is Wild versus Train Spotting. And I know we have very differing opinions in this one because I liked both of these, but one of them was more my style and one of them is just more your style. Sean likes some grittier, darker, a little bit dark comedy kind of movies where I like very existential, uplifting, feelings-based, emotional movies. So we have Wild versus Train Spotting that cater to both of those preferences. For me, Train Spotting won out in the first round because it was up against Mommy Dearest, which also was uncomfortable in weird ways, but also was just a not great movie. It was wild, but it wasn't great. And Wild was an easy win because I liked it so, so much. So what's your argument? My argument is even though Wild is a very good movie and I did like it, I've seen that movie before. What what movie have you seen? One that's your favorite book. Yeah, you can't even think of it off the top of your head. That's what I thought. I can't, but it's something that I've seen before. How many movies like Train Spotting have you seen? Not exactly. He dives into a dirty toilet. Not exactly like Train Spotting, but the tone of Train Spotting I've seen before. Sure, but it's very reminiscent of the tone of Fight Club to me. And I love David Fincher. I would And it's very different. But it's there. I know, I know, but it's got some similar overlaps to me. It's shot very dark. It's very rough around the edges. It's very gritty. There's just not a lot of emotional turnover (laughs) with that movie. And I, again, personal preference, but I just like movies that really bundle up my emotions a little bit and train spotting didn't do it for me. Whereas wild, I think tells a better story. I think wild takes away a lot of the other secondary characters, but the secondary characters it does introduce provide such a strong addition to her individual story. And I liked that so much that it felt very desolate and lonely, but also so very much shaped by her interactions where train spotting did the same thing, right? Like his whole story was very much shaped by his friends and their influence and his parents and how they were dealing with his addiction. But at the same time, I think in terms of looking at main characters and in terms of looking at the story that these main characters are going through, train spotting was a little more convoluted for me. And I didn't like that. Are you saying that you liked train spotting less because the story wasn't as linear 
because drug addiction is so linear no, all the time? Is that's that not, what's going on? Do not throw that on me. That is not what I'm saying at all. I'm just trying to make a fight for Wild, which I think is one of the better movies we've watched in this entire bracket. And Train Spotting to me is predictable, and I would never watch it again. I think this comes down to, for me, I enjoy a movie that feels fresh and feels like I haven't seen it before. And I have not seen any movie like train spotting and I don't think I really ever will. So here's the thing. Let's do it. Let's do a devil's advocate thing here. Either movie we choose is not going on to the next round. I would disagree there too. I okay. Well, you're not going to win that fight. <laughs> You're not going to win this fight, Sean, because <laughs> you can also, I'll give you the option to, and I will make a concession on this matchup, but you have to make a concession on a matchup down the road. Then I'll, I'll flip that the complete other way. I'll make a concession on this matchup, and then you can make a concession <laughs> on the next matchup. See, we can both do it, and it gets us kind of nowhere. I'm just saying, either movie we move on. I loved Wild and would move it on. It would not win against the hate you give. Train spotting would also not win against the hate you give very strongly. I'll give you wild. Will you? Yeah. Because I, I know what your plan is. Yeah. You can't exactly. turn this on me. No, that I'm, I'm doing exactly what you know. My plan is. So, I know. What so your sure. Plan wild is. advances. No, no, we're not saying okay, that. Okay. Then train spotting. We're fighting. Advances. We're fighting on this podcast right now. <laughs> I don't know what to do about this then. What do you mean? advance the movie that was interesting and that you've never seen before. Fine. It's not going to win against the next movie anyway. So train spotting moves on to the next round. Okay. <laughs> Let's leave this hostile environment for a second and we'll go down to the next matchup, which is girl with the dragon tattoo versus raging bull. So basically the girl with the dragon tattoo, I have winning for me here off of the strength of me enjoying David Fincher movies. So, so, so much. And, and I think that's it. I think at the end of the day, like David Fincher is one of our favorite directors. We are very excited for everything David Fincher and Raging Bull was good. But I wanted it to be better. It, it's a classic movie that people talk about so much. And I just wanted to like it more. I think I didn't dislike it. I just wanted to like it more. And Girl with the Dragon Tattoo surprised me because I had heard negative things about it, that it wasn't a great adaptation of the book. And I really liked it. And I think it does say a lot about David Fincher and just our love for his ability as a director. God, aren't David Fincher movies great? They're so good. Because of how gritty they are. <laughs> like train spotting or something like that. I see what you're doing. Here. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So we're moving on girl with the dragon tattoo. I'm sure we'll talk about it again later. Let's get down to the meat and potatoes of this bracket and talk about lion versus Argo. Okay. Are lion and wild very similar movies because it's about someone finding no, themselves? No, 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 Sounds like it to me. Isn't Argo about someone finding themselves too? No, Argo's about someone trying to have people not be beheaded in a different country. He's about, it's about finding himself as a hero. No, it's not. <laughs> I think these are both great movies. I think this is truly one of the hardest matchups in this entire bracket that we have too. had so far. I, I'm not going to lie. Even, I too. even when we had Green Mile versus Mystic River, I think this one is the hardest matchup we have had to talk about so far. I feel that for me personally, Lion could single-handedly win this entire bracket challenge for me. 
I don't feel that way about Argo. I think Argo is fantastic. I loved it. I think it's great. I think people should see it. I have nothing bad to say about Argo, but I could recommend Lion to everyone I've ever known because it is interesting. It's intense. It's a coming of age story. It is emotional. It's beautifully told. It's beautifully acted. It's raw. And I loved it. I loved it. I think it is something truly, truly special that yes, have you seen this main character goes on a journey to find their parents or to find something out about their past before? Sure. But this was told in a way where I haven't seen anything like this before because I think it spanned across lifetimes. It told the story of two parental units that he so strongly wanted to please, so strongly identified with, so strongly cared about. And the dynamics of that and the beauty of two families combining to support this kid. And it's just an amazing, amazing movie. Whereas Argo is also an amazing movie. But again, for me, I think it's about the emotional experience. And Argo just didn't have that for me. And I'm sorry I'm the way I am, but I just like a movie that tugs at some kind of heartstring. And this is where we differ, right? Because my movie, I can appreciate a movie tugging at heartstrings like that. But something that I enjoy in movies even more is some type of suspense or something that can get my heart going a little bit. And for some background, Kim and I have recently seen a movie that I thought was very good and it was called Let Him Go. Another movie that Kim thought was okay and I thought was <laughs> really good because at times I could feel my heart rate increasing. I'm sorry, was the great amount of near child kidnappings in Lion not suspenseful or good enough for you? I mean, those kidnappings happened within the first hour of the movie and I knew it wasn't a movie about a kid being kidnapped. You didn't know that that was going to be in there. I guess not, but didn't really get my heart going like people that a whole crowd is looking for and they are walking through an entire crowded area. Yes, I agree. It's insanely intense and it's a great movie. I just don't find it to be the winner of this bracket. So what you did was you gave me train spotting so you can take Lion <laughs> here and then jam Lion and the hate you give up against each other in the finals here, correct? Railroading me of any movies <laughs> that I wanted to advance. That's what you did, right? No, I'm just that having like a simple discussion with you over personal preferences. And yes, I think this bracket in particular more than the other three, because I think the other three we were able to have some small disagreements on, but able to find a movie that came to the final four comfortably. This one, not so much, because you and I would have very different outcomes for this final four. Yes, I would. would have Lion in my final four. You would have Argo in your final four. Exactly. How about this? Would you own these movies on DVD. Yes. Cool. Well, we own one. We already so. own one. That's not fair. You brought that from your home when you moved in with me. That was not something that we bought collectively. I would purchase Lion. The first time we watched Argo, we watched it before this bracket challenge and I fell asleep 15 minutes in. So what does that tell you? That you enjoy Argo, Argo just as much as Toy Story <laughs> or Scream or 
<laughs> I fall asleep during movies a lot, guys. Yeah. And there, Scream is one of her favorite movies of all time. So she, apparently she likes Argo just as much. Oh, my gosh. Let's let's do a what if in this scenario, too, because you know what's hard about this is that I think whatever movie wins this is also going to beat Hacksaw Ridge in the final four. And it's going to be one of our final two movies. And that's what's hard, because usually we can look at this down the road and say, hey, we can just pick whatever, because we already know that there's a movie that's better than it in front of it. And maybe that's the case when it comes to the final. But right now, it's just not. So I don't really know what to do here, because right now, even we have the girl with the dragon tattoo, train spotting, the hate you give, three movies we really liked that also have to continue being broken down. And we also have different views on that. I'm genuinely curious. You believe that Argo would end up winning this corner of the bracket if we advanced it here? Yes. So you even thought that it was better than the hate you give? Yes. Going to prove that just because Argo wasn't the intense emotional experience that I prefer... I still can put it up against other movies and not just base it on feelings and base it on what the better movie is. I think whatever we pick here is our final four winner. Personally, I don't think train spotting has a chance. I don't think girl with the dragon tattoo has a chance. Honestly, I think I agree with you here, but I just loved Argo so much. And if you know me, you know, I love Ben Affleck and that might be part of it. Ben Affleck is very important to movie history. And this movie's great. We might have to flip a coin on this one, honestly, because I think we have such intense feelings about it, but yeah, it's so Argo hard because so good. It was good. It was good. Both it just of these movies wasn't were good. better. It wasn't better than Lion. And I know critics-wise, they're going to disagree with me. I know they're going to disagree with me, but that's just my feelings. I think it's just a better movie, and I think it's a hidden gem of a movie. I would agree with that. I just, Argo is a fantastic movie. and Well, just to keep things interesting, let's just tell the people that the hate you give is moving on over train spotting up top there. I would disagree there, but I'll give it to you because it doesn't matter anyways. Should we let Lannister choose? You guys are about to watch us make our cat choose. Are you okay with whatever the outcome is? If Lannister chooses the movie? Yes, but only if it's my movie. That's not fair. This is how we're going to have to do it. It's just how it's going to have to be because we're never going to be able to come to an agreement. Okay. Would you like me to go get some treats to put on these <laughs> so napkins? What, so what we are going to do is we have two napkins here with Lion and Argo written on it. And fun fact, Lannister is our cat and he is also our sound guy. He sits with us while we record this podcast. Every time we do it, he sits with us while we edit I think it makes him feel important. What we also do sometimes because we can't agree on movies to watch at night is we will take the DVDs out of our entertainment center, lay it on the ground, put some treats on top of them and have him come. And whatever treat he eats first is the movie we watch for the night. Realize that she said that we do this with movies that we watch at night and then Earlier in this podcast, she told you that she falls asleep during them, which means we should just pick my movie every time because I stay up for it. That's not how today is working. So we have two napkins that we are going to put two treats on top of, and we are going to see which one he goes towards. Here, give me him so I can hold him and then I will release him. All right. Lannister's getting ready. We are putting the napkins down on the ground. Sean will now place treats on the napkins. Lanny, are you ready? Okay. Ready? Go. 
There it is. He has chosen Lion. So Lion will be moving on to the next round, despite Sean's sadness. She kind of threw him towards that one, but whatever. No, I did not. I threw him right in the middle. He had an equal chance to go to both of them. I wish we had the video on it so we could show it and people could disagree, but it's okay. So Lion moves on and it is going up against Girl with the Dragon Tattoo in the next round. And then Lion advances there. Mm-hmm. Shout out to two movies with the same actress in it. Lion and Girl with the Dragon Tattoo? Who is the Girl with the Dragon Tattoo? Oh, yeah. Rooney Mara's in both of them. Oh, yeah. Oh, you, you fought so I hard thinking, for this movie. Oh my you fought God. so hard for this movie and then I was didn't thinking, even realize. Where was Nicole Kidman and the girl with the dragon tattoo? But Hilarious. anyways. Okay. So for our final one then, we have The Hate You Give versus Lion. Do you want to say your piece on either of these? Lion is the better movie. Lion is the better movie, I think, overall. So I think with that, then Lion moves on to our final four. And I know you're very sad about that. Do you want to say anything to Ben Affleck or Argo while you have the time and the spot to do so? Ben Affleck, you're great. You wrote one of my favorite movies of all time. You've directed some really good movies. And Kim and I watched one of those movies yesterday. And I thought it was really good. It was the town. Great job, Ben. You're just great in everything. You're you're wicked smart. And yeah, I'm a fan for life. You're a great Batman. Now that Sean has said his piece, we can move on. And we can safely say that Lion is our final, final four movie. If you, By the way, if you didn't know what movie Ben Affleck wrote, it's Goodwill Hunting. And it's amazing and fantastic. And it's incredible that he wrote it because I don't think you'd ever expect it from him. Just great movie maker. Keep doing you, Ben. Okay, so we have our final four movies, guys. And those are going to be Lion, Hacksaw Ridge, The Green Mile and True Grit. And we will release a podcast on Friday, which will be November 20th. And that will be our final podcast of this bracket. It will be it. And we will have many more brackets in the future. We love doing this, but this will close out this bracket. So as usual, I'm going to go through the leaderboard right now and go through the one through eight spots and talk about which people are in the lead right now. And this will greatly change next episode when we break down the final four. But here they are, one through eight order. In first place, we have Eli. In second place, we have my mom. In third place, we have Tom. In fourth place, we have Kyle. In fifth place, we have Nico. In sixth place, we have Jess. In seventh place, we have Courtney. And in eighth place, we have Nick and Emmy. So that is our one through eight right now. I think that there are a couple people with a really good chance of winning this. For reference, our person in first, second, and 13th have movies winning that are still in the running to win. So no one has a perfect bracket. We only have three people in contention right now that could possibly have the winning movie. Everybody else's have been voted out, but that doesn't mean that they can't win if they didn't pick the winning movie. So we will see how that pans out. So stay tuned on Friday, November 20th for that and for our final episode. Go ahead and follow us on Instagram and Twitter at the Cinematchups. We'll be posting after this to talk about what our next bracket should be, what it should look like. And we love getting people's input. So make sure to follow us so you guys can follow along and participate in the next bracket challenge when we decide to do that. 
So for today, for the Cinematchups, we are Kim Kohler and Sean Rodenberg, and we will see you next time. 